You hear me yeah. better than before? Hell yeah, dude. Your mic sounds hella good. What is up, everybody? We are back. It's probably, what, the second legit episode of the new year. Happy 2024 to everybody. Everybody say a happy birthday to Max over here. Happy birthday, Max. Jesus Christ. Max, how old are you turning? What? Bro, you're muted, homie. 24. <laughs> was I muted this whole time? Yeah, I think so. Oh, well, I had a full conversation with you guys. That was crazy. Oh, wow. I didn't a conversation if we didn't respond. No, you were responding. I thought you were. Oh my god. Anyways, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, how how was everybody's New Year's? Great. Quick epic. What'd you do? Eat freaking steaks and watch fireworks in the sky. Short, we have short ribs, actually. Tyler? I don't remember. Oh, I was with my grandma. And you we got went, fucked up. We went uh, dirt bike riding with my brother. Oh, nice. Grandma went dirt bike riding? I need shit. No, I get it! That's like the grandma from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> How'd your job interview go, Tyler? Ooh. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, uh, that was it was not good, as you can tell by how rattled I am by that question. Um, the job interview was for a job back in Hawaii. Um, they didn't give me any information on what the details of the job were and what I'd be doing. And so when they interviewed me, I had like was so unprepared. And then they started giving me fucking SAT questions and like math questions and shit. Didn't do didn't do well. So did you find out what the job is for? Yeah, it's basically you're a fucking firefighter. Oh yeah, shit! Yeah, so tell everybody because you told me the other day. Sure. So you thought it was more of like you're helping peers out. So the job description says, like, you're out in the environment and you're just kind of focusing on mitigation and eradication. I could be missing, like, totally, like, ruining that, Um, but it was super, super broad. And so I thought it was more focused on, like, um, mitigating and eradicating some of the, like, invasive species that were there on the Big Island. And then she was like, no, you're also a firefighter. I'm like... Huh? So apparently anytime there's a wildfire on the island, we are on call and we have to go fight this fucking fire. And I'm like, I didn't sign up for that. I have no experience in that at all. So, you know, you know, maybe they like my Dwight Schrute answers. She asked me if um if like you're up on the mountain and your tire falls or like lug nuts fall off of the the tire and you have to be back at site by 3 p.m. What do you do? You have no you have no cell service. And my answer at first was um, that would never happen to me because I would make sure that the tire lug nuts were tightened before I went. And then I said, and if they were not tightened and they got loosened, I would just tighten the remaining bolts that were on there and slowly make my way back to camp. But it was a fucking nightmare. That was like I was so rattled once they started like giving me math questions. So what they say after the interview? We'll keep in touch. They told me 
that um, never apply for this job ever again. Please. <laughs> no, they told me the opposite. They told me to keep applying if oh. I don't get it. And then they said that um, I'll hear from them at the end of the week if I get the job, and if I don't get the job, I won't hear from them at all. Oh, man. Why would they tell you if you don't get it? Like, bitch, aren't you the <laughs> one that's deciding if I'm getting it or not? <laughs> like, you're going to be let down if I don't get it? Like, oh, I really like that guy. Too bad he didn't get it. Just so much stuff that I've never done. I was like, it's an entry-level job. They should be training us. And they do train us on a lot of stuff. But, like, one of the que- or like a couple of the questions was, like, have you ever used a chainsaw? No. Have you ever driven, like, stick? No. How about driven a truck with a trailer behind it? No. Have you ever been in a helicopter? Not really. Maybe once when I was like 10. Like, just like a bunch of random stuff that was not on the job application that I wish I kind of knew beforehand. You would think they put that on on Indeed. You would think, right? Even the guy was like, yeah, I know that the Indeed application doesn't say a lot about the job, but I have the CEO or the boss person to tell you everything you need to know about you this. Talk to the CEO. The CEO. It was the, like the head of. Like, that would the, be crazy. Yeah, I can't tell. The CEO is gonna talk to you today. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> She's like, yeah, we'll let you know. <laughs> Keep applying if you don't get the job. <laughs> Damn, that's fucked up. So dumb, dude. I like the job seems really cool, but like I was so unprepared and had zero experience in majority of those like things that they were talking about that I doubt I get the job. On a scale of 1 to 10, how confident are you? About a 3. Okay, that's sick. 30%. Yep. I like that. Oh, fuck! Dude. Washington's not winning this game. Anyways. Uh, Washington? Yeah. What? I bet on Washington. Why? Because I, I like the underdog. Anytime I see a plus sign, <laughs> my eyes go there, dude. <laughs> It's not looking good. Whatever. Um, my New Year's was cool. I mean, we did this bar crawl in Seattle on, like, dude, if you guys are sensitive or if you guys don't like hearing this, but don't listen to this episode, but Seattle, that street we're on, ten times gayer than San Francisco. Really? That's and I, like, and, like, I've been to the capital, like, multiple times, and it's, like, pretty... You know, it's out there. But this street, dude, we... Uh, well, it's not a bad thing either. Like, these people, like, know how to fucking party. Like, our first night there, we were, like, bar hopping. And we go to this bar called The Unicorn, which, you know, we should have known. But we get there, and we hear music coming from downstairs. And everybody's cheering and shit. It's bumping, so we get a drink. So we're, like, slightly intoxicated. And we go in... And it's, like, this girl, like, lip-syncing. And I was like, okay, cool, like, a little lip-sync contest. So we're sitting down and everything, and then a whole drag show starts. Oh, shit. And I will, honestly, I would never go to a drag show, but stumbling upon a drag show was probably the most fun I've had in a while. That shit was awesome. I mean, lip-syncing, their makeups were on point. People who should be twerking or shouldn't be twerking are twerking. Like... The most, like, it, like people make it act like they take their dicks out or whatever and, like, rub across your face. They don't. Like, they just dance and sing on stage. And it was fucking lit. It was actually hella fun. And then the next day, they were doing, like, nude performances. We couldn't make it, unfortunately, which kind of sucks. But 
It was actually pretty fun. But New Year's was cool, and we just did a little bar crawl and only went to, like, two or three bars. Molly played Battleship for the first time. What? Never played Battleship. She sucks. I don't think we've ever finished the game. Really? Yeah, I think it was just like we got halfway through and I was like, fuck this shit. I'm like, <laughs> You're just that good at hiding your ships? <laughs> no, I was just... He's that bad at it. No, that's exactly... exactly. <laughs> Jeremy, you said C4 six times in a row, dude. It's not, it's not there. He's just stacking his little things on top of each other. What about now, dude? you got to know with the current. It could be dragging over there. <laughs> well, it was pretty cool. I mean, would I go back? Probably in the summer. Or if the Niners play the Seahawks up there. I want to go to a hockey game or a baseball game up there, but I wouldn't go to hang out. I go golfing up there. I would too. Golfing seems sick. I feel like the ball will fucking roar up there. But we can talk about our golf from yesterday. My back still hurts, by the way. Tyler fucked his back up. He told me, yeah. Tyler hit a ball that went exactly zero yards. Oh. Uh. It went that way. Like, just straight, like, a fucking, it was like that. He was yeah. aiming here, the ball just went. Like yeah, so, once I, like, fucked my back up, I'll tell the story how I fucked my back up. So, I was, like, on a slope, and the course we played at was Tilden uh, in Berkeley. Great course. Uh, unfortunately, it rained the day before, so it was super, super wet and super, super muddy. And I was on like a, I had a lie where the ball was above my feet on a hill that was already super slippery. And I went and swung and slipped. And when I tried, and like, I tried to catch myself and I just like, I don't know why I did. I just fucked my back up so bad, just reacting super quickly. And my whole left side of my back just like seized up and all my muscles were just super tight. And so anytime that I would take a backswing, my like back would spasm and it was almost like I was getting tased. And so every time I was in my backswing, I would stand up straight and then try and swing, and it would just fuck everything up. Yeah, it wasn't our best outing. Tyler almost... Dude, these guys finish a fucking hole, right? And we waited. We waited for them. They finished a hole. They were walking off, but they're, like, talking while they're walking off the green to their carts. So Garrett tells Tyler, like, hey, you're good. Go ahead, hit the ball. You're not going to reach him. Tyler has a five iron. It fucking smacks the shit out of the ball. And it lands probably 20 feet to the left of him. Like, not too far, like, not too close, but not too far. And it rolled into the bunker. And the guys, like, started freaking out. Like, you guys need to wait. And she's like, that will don't fucking take 20 minutes to walk off the green. Yeah, well, they walked off the green, and then instead of getting in their carts and going to the next hole, they just sat at their carts for, like, a good five minutes. So I was like, I'm just going to hit. And Garrett's like, you're good. And I just hit it, and it hit the cart path right behind them, oh, uh, right yeah. in front of them. And then it went over by, like, it hit the greenside bunker. Oh, so they were all, like, they yelled at us, like, you need to wait. And then... Yeah. And then when we pull up right next to them, they're all nice and shit. Oh, buddy-buddy with us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's always the fucking case. Always the case. And then there, when you play with four people, you are supposed to go to your ball and hit right after the person behind you hit. These guys, they had four carts. Each of them had a cart, which is fucking weird to begin with. They would sit in their cart. One person would go walk up to the ball, hit the ball, then walk in. Then when the other person gets in the cart, the next person will get out of the cart, 
go to the ball, hit the ball. That's not how you do it. So it's taking them so long to fucking move out of our way. And, like, it got to the point where the lady that worked there was like, yeah, we know the people ahead of you are kind of behind schedule, so you have to wait for a little bit. And it was, it was just bullshit. It was a bullshit-ass fucking round of golf yesterday. Yeah, it got so bad that we teamed up together to see if we can get a birdie on, like, the 16th yeah. hole. Yeah. Never happened. Because <laughs> Tilden Courses was hella hilly, so we were, like, we're all fucking pissed because we're hitting shit balls. And we try to walk down, but we're, like, sliding down because we're slipping on the fucking mud. And we can't stay, like, serious mad, so we just start cracking up. I, <laughs> I think I slipped. I think I slipped up one hill trying to get to the cart, I think, seven or eight times in a row. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, You and Garrett did at the same time. You were slipping at the same time. Every okay. time Garrett would laugh at you when you slipped, he would slip. Oh, really? It was the funniest shit. But I have golf shoots with spikes them, so I had an advantage. That's our golf talk for the day. Anything else you guys want to add from your week or anything that's happened? No? Nothing new? Not really. I don't think so. Nothing new? Then let's get down to business. (laughs) Let's get down to fucking business, okay? Today... We are sponsored by... I'm kidding, that would be hella crazy. <laughs> that would be hella crazy. <laughs> now, today we are going to be talking about basically the current state of San Francisco. I've had a couple people hit us up on Instagram to kind of hear what we have to say about the whole topic because we are from the Bay Area and most of the people that listen to our, our podcast is from the Bay Area. And they kind of want to know our opinion and views about it, except for the 2% up in Canada. We love you. Yeah. Keep listening to Canada. Fucking that's awesome. We're international. <laughs> Sorry, Mom Pod, international. I mean, when do we book the tour dates? <laughs> like, do I got to hit up fucking Drizzy to go to a set or whatever? Like, he, he already hit my, D, he hit my DMs. He was trying to go to a Raptors game, but I was like, oh, busy week, you know. Oh, because when the Raptors played the Warriors the other day? Yeah. He was like, yeah, dude, I got, we got Maple Jordan up here. Yeah, we were talking about uh, the trade with RJ Barrett the other day. I mean, you talking to him about Siakam, man? Dude, trying to get a word in. Talk to him, bro. Talk to Ovio. I'll talk to Adonis. Uh, yeah. My nephew talked to Adonis. Maybe we can get some bars <laughs> in there. But um, the I sent everybody a video. Everybody watched it. It's basically Anderson Cooper CNN about you know, the whole state of San Francisco. And even if you didn't watch it, honestly, it's the most fucking, like, safe thing. Like, th- shit that you hear already about San Francisco. Homelessness, drug addiction, uh, drug addiction, pricing, tech boom. Like, shit like that. And it was pretty cool. But my, my the one I liked, I'm going to hear what you guys thought about the video, whoever watched it. But another one I'm going to shout out his channel is Channel 5. People know his channel. Channel oh, yeah. 5. With, yeah, he fucking. That, those are, yes. Those are the fucking interviews you want to you wanna hear because they're hella good. But uh, Tyler, did you watch the video? I did. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man. What, did, what were you some, some of your thoughts about it? What do you think, for someone that doesn't live in San Francisco, for someone that, you know, just hears the shit on the news, would you say that that video is accurate on how the city is? Yeah, right I, now. I think for her, 100%, I think it's a little bit worse now, to be honest. 
You think so? Pretty bad. I think the crime rate is way worse than when that video came out. Last year or two years ago? Yeah. Um, I don't know how the drug use is now. I'm sure it's around the same, maybe a tiny bit better after the whole fucking meeting that came through or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, no, they just redirected it somewhere else. Oh, well. I know. I mean, like, I had the story not too long ago on the podcast of someone trying to light her fucking office on fire from putting fucking dead plants in our mailbox or the garbage can. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That dude was fucking for sure on some shit. Any update on that? Uh, office is still good. We're still, uh, we're still kicking. They actually put new doors in with locks and, um, oh, nice. that didn't work because I can literally just fucking give it some oomph and the door opens. So. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think the video for the homeless, the homeless obviously is, I think, the biggest part of, like, when people think of San Francisco, they feel like they think of the homelessness. Because oh, yeah. there's literally, like, a whole, I forgot where it is, but it's sometimes you drive through there on my drive home from work. It's literally, like, multiple, like, like, ten blocks of just straight tents and, like, people shooting up on the side of the road. Like, it's just super, super just, like, a homeless village on, like, one street all the way down. I don't know what the street's called. I wish I did. But I thought that the video kind of just... Hit the nail on the head. Yeah, I think if you have never been here and you watched that video before you came to do some research on the city, I think that it might change your mind of coming to the city because it's just so bad. I'm sure you guys have seen videos of, like, people, like, broad daylight driving home from work in the city, and some dude fucking comes up in the back of the windshield and smacks it. Oh, yeah. One of our coworkers that happens to. Yeah. So, like, even the crime rate plus the homelessness is just ridiculous. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know everybody's here, like, situation with this city, because I know, I mean, some of us are from Daly City, Pacifica. We're not directly in the city, but... We are around it. I mean, you still go to the city, hang out, catch some games, go to some bars. And from what we see, I mean, it's apparent, dude. I mean, I, I think in that video, it's, I think they said it's not, no, no, it was the other video on Channel 5. They said it's not really a homeless problem. It's more of a drug addiction, a drug addiction problem, yeah. which I agree with because. They, they come hand in hand. Though. Exactly. And I, I'm going to go into it later about the whole, like, harm reduction fucking act, which I think is total bullshit, but whatever. Um, I, I, you don't, for me, okay, for me, when I go to work, because I work in the Embarcadero, and the Tenderloin's 10 minutes from me, and when we have time, not all the time, but when we have some little time, we like to go get lunch wherever, like in North Beach, Chinatown, but we have to go to the Tenderloin. And it's, it sucks. It sucks. I mean, yes, people are minding their own business, but fuck, like, they're walking, standing in the middle of the street, there's trash everywhere. I mean, thankfully, it's just in that little area, but that is horrible. And that's what I think that the media gets wrong about the cities, because when they talk about homelessness in the San Francisco, they like to focus on that area. They act like the Tenderloin is the only area, and it... It's the main area, but it's not the whole city. I mean, you have the fuck, you have the sunset, you have Inner Richmond, you have, you know, the marina, you have all these places where it's way better, way more beautiful, 
but it's just that the downtown is so dense that it sticks yeah. out like a sore thumb. And I mean, when you come into the city, like whether it be on a cruise ship or if you come from the airport taking 101, you're going to go through downtown and you're going to see it. So that's basically the first thing you see. I mean, imagine coming off a cruise ship, going all over the country and you come to San Francisco and everybody knows San Francisco. It's a fucking city by the bay. It's it's the city, you know, in in California, besides from L.A. And you come here and it's like, the fuck is this? There's trash on the ground. There's needles everywhere. You know, there's tents all around like it's fucked up. And that's why I don't like that whole like no, whatever intervention they had in November when they brushed it all away. Like it was a ghost town in the city, dude. Did you get uh did you get a chance to see what Gavin Newsom had to say about that too? Yeah, did he say like that's correct. We yeah. cleaned it up oh, so it looked crazy. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was insane. Like if it's that easy, then keep it that way. Yeah, exactly. You know, if, and, uh, if you can do it, fucking keep it that way. Something I do got to point out. I know it is dirty and it's pretty nasty on the upper side of San Francisco, but yesterday I did go on bar and it's probably the cleanest I've ever seen in my life. Oh, like, do they change? They bar. got police yeah. in there now, so I mean, yeah. there is positive changes happening that's visible, but. It's not there yet, you know. Yeah, but you have to be from the city to know that, and that's that's kind of what I said earlier. I'm happy you brought that up because San Francisco is like the progressive city in the country, you know, you know, gay rights, hella di- like um, diverse, you know, pay is good. It's expensive to live here, but it's like all that, all that is like it, everything, everything is accounted for, but. The people that don't like that, they want to point out the negatives, you know, trash, shit, feces, you know, needles everywhere. They don't want to point out, like, you know, our rail system is getting better. BART used to be fucking scary. You know, I had to take BART a lot when I was a kid. I was terrified. I was, especially when I had to get off in fucking Mission, and that's, like, the worst part to get off. Yeah. It's, like, fucking terrifying, dude. And you have kids getting off the school bus and seeing all this shit is what I don't like. But they did clean up art. You know, they got those new, uh, the new gates. Did you see that? No, the I did not. Can't hop. So they're like legit, like, you know, the, the, they used to be like little tortilla chip ones, like the, the red ones. So they still had those ones where I was at. But uh, maybe the amount of police gates. on site was crazy. There was probably like four police per train, per cab. Oh, in the train? Yeah, and they were called public transport uh, services, all badged up with tasers. Oh, shit. Damn yeah, so it was, was kind of interesting sitting in there, and, like, it was just weird. No, I mean, yeah, because we used to fart smelling like piss and people asleep Crackheads doing drugs, asleep. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially when you have to, like, walk underground, basically, to get to your station, and it's just, like, dark dirty and you gotta walk into the that smell shit. imagine being a girl like by yourself i know i know and i know i know like some girls that like take bart i mean bart is especially when you go out it is safer than driving yeah oh yeah and like I, but there is always uber but you know sometimes for females like, Super that's convenient. Not always yeah. it's not always the most comfortable for them but i'm happy to hear that bart's getting better we yeah. haven't been on BART in a, in a minute. I think the last time yeah. I went on BART was when we went to Jeremy's birthday. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, I think when, when both the cars next to me got broken into, and mine, yeah. Yeah, mine was that's untucked. Wild. I had my my work laptop in there. I had my golf clubs in there, and it oh, it did not get broken into, dude. It was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy about that. But I'm gonna ask you guys this because I want to talk about it at the end of the podcast. If you if you had a plan to help reduce homelessness, what would it be? You don't have to answer right now if you want to think about it. I already it. have the plan. Yeah, you already, have plan. you already have a plan. So, mine's so, very unrealistic. Mine's very, no, so is mine too. <laughs> I think I think what they have to do is because the tech companies are leaving these big corporate buildings unmanned, they just have to develop those into housing for the homeless. And so the homeless could live in one of the buildings. That way it's not visible. They stay in that building. They could work in that building, cleaning, bathroom, make their own little union there. That's my best solution to eradicate homelessness because there's too many at this point to just tell them to move. Yeah, I agree with that, but there is there is someone that said, uh, oh, the former mayor of San Francisco, Willie Brown, he said you can't get rid of it. You can only help improve it. Like there's no matter what, there's going to be homeless people anywhere, you know? But I, the thing with the building is that they already do that for single room occupancies and stuff like that. But they, dude, they like they fuck the people out because most of the homeless people in San Francisco kind of work. They get some type of income, whether it be from the government or whatever. But the ones that were interviewed, they would get have that all taken away if they were going to move in. So they have no currency. Yes, they'll be provided with a house. And electricity and water, but they would have no means to kind of do anything else. So it's kind of like a prison. That's that's the only if you think about it. Because I don't. I mean, if you're gonna put them up in these big old skyscrapers that you're gonna have to take years to even adjust for the homeless, like make rooms and shit out of that, you're, they're gonna make them thin because they're not gonna give them all that space. They're not gonna give them a billion dollar. Well, bill. of of course, and they shouldn't because like. At this point, I feel like San Francisco especially is just giving so many uh, uh, incentives to be homeless almost. It's it's not good, in my opinion. Did you watch the video, Max? I did watch the video. Yeah, exactly. So what you're saying was like the whole country knows that yeah. San Francisco is like the fucking safe The golden town. Well, it's like we give them checks. There's free food. free. It's a safe haven. So no papers or nothing, which is fine. But... If you're working, you know, you have to be making an effort to do something. Yeah. If you're not, you should go to buttfuck somewhere else, you know, where everything's yeah. cheap and you could find a house for very cheap and you could do your own thing. Well, the the thing I like about that video is that the homeless people were actually legit in that they were so honest. I mean, that guy who had his who was with his girlfriend was like, yeah, I'm homeless. You know, they help us out, whatever, like. Everybody knows San Francisco is the place to be if you want to be homeless because they give you so much shit. Like, everything is, is fucking hooked up for you. And he's like, yeah, I'm addicted to heroin. You know, I can't help it, but, you know, here I don't have to worry about that. And But what what they what San Francisco does is, like, they'll be like, okay, you've been here for two weeks. You know, you've had your tent. You're set up here for two weeks. Move to another area. Move down the block, whatever, because you need to, like, these people want, you know, some kind of space for themselves. And it's like you're just sending them around to different parts of the city to fucking hang out, like do something. 
Well, in that video, they had that mom, and she was checking out that fucking, what was it, that homeless shelter camp thing? I don't know what it was, like drug addiction help stuff. In the tenderloin? In the tenderloin, and she, like, dressed up as a homeless person, went in there, asked, said that she's, like, addicted to whatever drugs, and they said, we can help you do drugs in here, but if you want to quit, you got to come in tomorrow. Yeah. Like, that shit was, like... What? Because I thought that that shit was like actually like doing like at least helping some people out. Well, There's no way you're gonna go in there and be like, yeah, I want to get off drugs, and like, no, you gotta do drugs to get in here. Exactly. And I, I don't know, like a lot of these um, like companies and stuff. These uh, what is it called? Nonprofits. Mm-hmm. You know, they there's a, an agenda behind it, so they they need to have homelessness in order to keep making profits behind papers. Which also is just an incentive for them to keep homelessness on the street. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, like I said, homelessness is going to be here forever. But these nonprofits think that they're a savior. They're selfishly doing it. I mean, I'll get into harm, the Harm Reduction Act or whatever. It's like they're giving these drug addicts. I mean, and not all of these homeless drug addicts, you know, they're not all bad. You know, some just had is down on their luck, you know. But the thing that sucks with this is, like, if you're down on – let's say you guys were all down on a luck, right? Or one of us is down on a luck. Would you want your friends to be like, oh, dude, keep going, keep going. You got this. You know what? Let me help you be more down on your luck and shit like that. No. Yeah. I like, for you at that point. But what these nonprofit organizations do for the homeless, they give them the free needles. They give them safe places to inject and stuff like that, and that's – that's not helping them recover. Yeah, it's adding to the problem. This girl, Linda Statson or whatever, for this nonprofit, she was like, she basically said, like, we want to keep these people addicted. It's like they don't want they we want to give them love, but if you give them love, giving them free needles and places to do it is not is not for them. What these people need and what some have gone through and had positive outcomes of their life they need tough love if you're gonna give them love give them tough love you know take the shit away have them work for it take them to like some rehabilitation let them deal with it you can't keep coddling them they're grown-ass adults honestly each one of them grown-ass adults that made decisions in their life that you know some down the luck but some wanted to end up there some love that they're there because they're in a city that provides for them so much that that it's like the bet their safest option. Like the city's not giving them a chance to find a job or you know do anything to keep them motivated. They're giving them needles. They're giving them foil. They're giving them these drugs so they can stay in their place. Yeah. I think that's ridiculous. I think it's, I think a big part too is like I think a lot of it is not just like people just want to do drugs i think a lot of it is like mental health too yeah like a lot of these people have like really bad mental health problems that probably are like undiagnosed and they're just running rampant in the streets just doing yep. drugs now and it's definitely not uh, yeah and um and just to rewind mateo you were talking about like how you're thinking like these homeless people are like bad or like just commenting on if they're bad and saying that but 
I don't think any of them are innately bad. I think we're just enabling them to be comfortable in a current position. Oh, yeah. And so, like, the ones hurting people obviously need to be put somewhere else. But a lot of the ones you see are just, like, really just sleeping on the street. And, like, you look at them with such sorrow. It's it's really tough to see. I mean, like, their own business, honestly. Yeah. I've talked I mean, to a lot of them when we were out yeah. like in the city, you know, and a lot of them were like very good people. Exactly. You can so you can like, normally tell. You yeah. Can normally so you got to feel for them, but at the same time, it's like you they got to do it for themselves. No one's gonna do it for them. You know. Yeah, I mean, you guys remember about the homeless lady I was talking about like a couple months ago, right, Fala? The one yeah. that was yeah, every morning. Well, she so for Max, there's this for probably a year now. There's this homeless lady named Fala. <laughs> never like was annoying to anybody around her she would come up to us you know she was you know a little messed up in the head like delusional and saying like oh like the <laughs> they're trying to they're trying to bomb the city they're trying to get rid of the water in the city you know she's seen trump's head rolling over on the ground like shit like that but she was so like she was so well-spoken she was there but she wasn't at the same time, but she was, she knew what was going on. She kept up with the current events going on and stuff like that. And, and we liked her. She would come around. We talked to her every morning, probably five minutes and get out of the way. Wouldn't bother anybody. Right. But every day since like, like probably the last month, like she's been acting up, you know, she's been screaming in the street. She's been flipping people off, yelling in people's faces, not listening to anybody, flipping us off, you know, like shit like that. And I think that's a good representation on how like they are all aware of what's going on. And they're, it, there's a point where they just cross over to fucking they're fully gone. Right. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, could we have done something? But yes. But she didn't want the help. She was so, she like, she said like, I don't want the help. And who are we to tell her what to do? Right. Yeah. She's her own adult. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna act like this white savior and fucking help this girl because she said she didn't want the help. But you saw, you you were beginning to see when she was going down the wrong path on her little, her little journey, and it's kind of sad to see. You know, I mean, she would never ask for money. She would never ask for food. You know, she was all bundled up. She was warm. We gave her shoes because she was walking around with no shoes. But she was, she was there. She was there, and just seeing her like, not there, like not her, it's it's weird. Like she's missing some teeth. It's weird, and it's sad. It's sad because she's probably in her thirties, you know. Yeah, that's that's tough. And I've I've seen some that look like they're fucking younger than us, you know. Oh, yeah. And it it sucks. And like you said, Max, they're not all bad. I mean, there's only a handful that are like fucking get rid of them. You know what I mean? But then, but there, it's like it's we. I guess this country now it seems like fucking homeless people are such a hard thing when they've been around forever. You know, I mean, fuck. I used to dress up as a hobo for Halloween. <laughs> a lot of people and, did, yeah. Yeah, and you can't even say hobo anymore. But that's a that's another story. Well, it's come to a point where it's like it's very difficult not to with if you're not handed the right cards, right? There's like. Uh, increase in the population that's like just struggling a lot now with everything and where the prices are at it's very difficult for most people to stay in california and that's why you see such a outbreak of people leaving right and so that's what i think 
I don't know. I, I think they should do something of that nature, referring to the like homeless population, is just move out the city and get out of California because right now it's not looking like it's going to get better. It's not going to. I don't think so. Unless, no, not unless like some. There's gonna be I, my my theories. There's gonna be a recession yeah, this year. It's either 2024, 2025, and then we'll see some brighter days after that. But these upcoming years are gonna. I think we're gonna get some downfall. Yeah. Well, the the whole thing. I mean, there was this guy that was being interviewed, and he said, in the 80s, this shit happened all the time. You know, this this shit happened all the time. And what it was is these techies coming in here and not liking it and wanting it to change. I mean, Facebook, Google, YouTube, Apple, all these places came into the city, bought all these buildings. And when they're like, holy shit, like, we don't like this area, then they would leave and leave all these people unemployed, you know, whether it be janitorial and the kitchen you know, valet, anything, anything. They just drop them like that with no backing, no, 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 here, you know, take this, you'll be good on for two months. Whatever happens after that, it's up to you. But none of that, they just dropped them like that. And that's where we saw the rise in homelessness, you know, and while they were here, everything went up. Prices went up for food, gas, housing, all that. And you can't sustain that. You cannot sustain a small city like we are with a techie invasion like that coming in and then leaving just like that, just like that. And then you have thousands of people like, where the fuck do I go? You know, I moved fucking from Modesto or Fresno to come work out here and now I have nowhere else to go. And then they just take the streets like that's where we've seen the whole, whole like just boom in the homelessness. And it's sad. It's sad because what it is is just corporate that these corporations thought it was better days. I mean, a good a good uh, analogy was for the gold rush. I mean, all these all these uh, all the rich people back in 1849 when gold was discovered over on the west coast came in. They built these little mining towns and shit like that to kind of mine for the gold. And when they ran dry, they left like that. And how many ghost towns are there in California? old mining towns in California, just like that. And that's what San Francisco is becoming. It's becoming like one of those old mining towns where these big corporations don't want to work here anymore. So what the fuck? They built, had all these buildings built for nothing, basically. All this land just unoccupied and nothing to do. I mean, fucking Salesforce is like 50% unoccupied. Yeah. That shit just opened. I think, it, I think it's more than 50%. It might be. I mean, I fifty percent was like seven months ago. What are we supposed to do? Like, what are well, we supposed to do? And that, that's kind of the idea behind creating like the living solutions in those skyscrapers. Because give them self seen... that, that building's ugly as fuck. I hate that building. Give them that. Yeah, the big deal though. Yeah, it's horrible. I don't know if you've seen it, but the line in Saudi Arabia, what they're trying to build. It's... That's it. Stupid. But it's like a it's a modern utopia that's very compressed. I feel something could be generated out of these skyscrapers along those lines. I hope we don't do that. That's so. That's so no. I, I think I think is you're. It, is it like the floating no, sky? Looking into the, no, no. So it's, it's basically it's just a, a line. 
but it's a compressed it's a compressed utopia like housing yeah exactly housing grocery stores malls all like local walking distance not necessarily it's like hugs where's the the adventure in that well you could still go on adventures it's not nobody's like you're not capsulated in one area. You could still leave that area. It's just that area is now available. It's like you. a little like community of people, I guess. It's not like a full town. No, it's. Oh, it's like it, a full blown like town. It's just a straight up line. How does Dude. that work? Look here. I th- oh, I, yeah, I here. Somebody just it's one yeah, sheet. Share the like one sheet. No, no. It's so not this a is a modern. Not the a line's street. like a, a. They're starting construction, but it's more of a theory at this point, I believe. No, I think they're going to do it. Yeah, but I don't know if the technology's there yet. We'll see. It's Saudi Arabia. They're going to they're gonna develop something. That's true. So it just looks like that, Jeremy. Whoa. Just a line straight up like that. That looks kind of cool, but it's like... That's fucking Black Mirror, dude. Yeah, yeah, it really is. For sure. Like, yeah, like, really and then, like, everything human, around you would just be empty? Yes. Humans humans are not supposed to be confined in a space like that. That's fucking prison, honestly. And I don't care. You can put a fucking call tag gamer in my fucking living room. Like, I want to go drive a half hour and go see the views of San Francisco going to go see a baseball game. I want to go down to Santa Clara to see an anime game. I don't want to fucking take a light rail on some line that I can see the same fucking, like, that's oh, my true. God. Like, that's true. Like, I feel so like it would get That's not what we're supposed to be doing. That's not what we're supposed to be doing. And it's not it, – it, just because it's a – they say it's a modern utopia, it's not going to be a utopia. It's going to be fucking depressing. It's, 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 like, it's straight up really like Attack people. on Titan with like Wall Marie and shit like that. Oh, picture the outside world. There's gonna be kids that don't know what the fuck is going on 20 miles down the road. Like, sure, but you could also it. look at it in the lines of like what our effect is on nature and what we're doing to areas. That's not our fault. Whoa, that's not our fault. Those are the big no, companies. It, that's the big company's fault. That's not people, our fault. Yeah, but it's people in general. People, it's, we have people to in do general. It. We they we have to do these things to get to work, to get anywhere. I mean, how come these celebrities aren't getting shit on for pl- flying their private private jets anywhere? It's all a problem. They have this. They can solve it anytime they want, but they don't want to because then they'll start losing money. No, That's I, the whole thing. I understand that. So they shouldn't confine us. In those I, areas, I think it's like, more oh, like ecologically or economical fucking good for the planet. Planet's dying. It's not gonna be. Planet's gone. Yeah. This shit's gone. And they're just trying to make all these excuses. This shit's gone, dog. Um, do you know who Mr. Beast is? <laughs> you might want to. If have Mr. Beast makes a, I'm, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> That's the I trust him because yeah, he's I'm not green. <laughs> I got a thousand people to live in this line. <laughs> Here, no I give them all a million dollars. <laughs> I'd fucking. I want to be in that video. I get it. It's a cool concept. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want. I think to. it would. No, I. I agree. I think it would get like boring pretty fast. Uh, well, I. I mean. I think it's cool in the sense that it's so futuristic until it happens and like 
That yeah, fucking shit sucks. Well, yeah, but, we'll be, but when we'll we're be living it, out there three years from three, four years, however many years you're gonna be staying on that fucking line, yeah, waking yeah, up every morning, opening opening your window, just seeing a desert, and then looking to your left, and it's all. That's what I'm there. saying, because it looked like it was just in the middle of fucking sure, nowhere. Sure, but when but when it's in the city, like what I I wasn't referring directly to the line, I was referring more of that utopia aspect, creating it in the vacant skyscrapers that we have here. I feel that could add space right because like san francisco in the bay area is already a condensed like you said dense area oh. if we add like other areas of commerce in those malls i think it would be a cool concept because they're going to be vacant regardless oh like oh uh, well i get that in that fact like i get it but it's it's not up to them per se i mean that's if, that's if, like if, the if, only profitable solution though because think about, about the people who own the own the skyscrapers. I don't think they give a fuck about profit. Yeah, they definitely point. do. I don't. I. I These think are all businessmen. San, no, I not San Francisco right now is is it's all an image thing right now. I mean, they're they're just we're just trying not to look like the biggest piece of shit. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw this, but there was a um this Chi- I think it was Chinese. I don't want to get. I don't give a fuck. Who cares? There's this Chinese like uh store owner. That created this rap song that kind of called out San Francisco's oh, bullshit. I see, man. Yeah. You know, and he's then he called, had to apologize. The London Mayor Breed, London Mayor London Breed, Jesus Christ, is like a clown and not doing anything and shit like that, and basically calling it how it is. Yeah. And he had to apologize because she got all. Is you sound the truth? He had to apologize. Yeah. He had to apologize. He said that somebody very, very, very close to London Breed hit him up and said, apologize. That basically gone along like apologize or something's going to happen. So when you're in that what? situation. So that's the like First Amendment. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, you're not only looking out for yourself. You're looking out for your friends, your families, whoever. Because you don't know what the fuck they're going to do. I mean, we had a we had a D.A. Boudin in the city that basically got rid of. The like it used to be if you stole something something over four hundred dollars you would be like put away. Now it's basically if you steal anything more than a thousand dollars you'll be yep. like a citation. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Like, got rid of, and if you don't, you just n- get nothing. It's a warning. Yeah, exactly. And it's got crazy. rid of the fucking. But you have to crazy. pay. For, you have to pay for public is, transportation, but you could steal up to a thousand dollars. But this is this is how politicians work. These people come in and backtrack. So let's say for the perfect example was San Francisco. Houdin came in as a DA and said, I'm not going to try anybody for doing drugs out in the open or stealing anything that's somewhat expensive. I'm not going to prosecute or do anything with those people. All right. And then what do you see after that? Huge uptick in crime. Right. Here comes London Breed for mayor. And her new DA saying that, no, we are not going to do that. We're going to try you, and we don't want you to do so, 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 and so. And London Breed was praising, like, oh, man, we're starting something new. We're going to start changing shit around here. Like, no, you're doing what for it, like what is actually supposed to be happening. Yeah. Like, you are doing the bare minimum, but just because the person before you did so bad that now – you doing the bare minimum seems like a huge leap. Like, yeah. Is crazy, and that's all of politics right now. I mean, there's this fucking stupid ass 
Republican girl that is passing a law saying that if you are an illegal immigrant, you shouldn't vote. Bitch, that's been there. <laughs> and that's already illegal. So you're, what are you doing? Like, these politicians don't know the law. And they're coming into the cities, and we have to pay for it. Like, why is that fair? I, I, I had to go walk to work to go deliver some paperwork, right? And I walked past this semi-big park that a lot of kids I see play during the summer play at. I'm walking by needles everywhere, dude. And I picked them up because I don't want these fucking ki- kids fall, you know? I don't want them landing on that. Oh, yeah. I don't care if it's a safe injection and shit like that. You don't know what these homeless people yeah, are. Yeah, exactly. You don't know. So you have, and it's like, what the fuck is going on? You know, I, I don't know. It's sad. It's sad because growing up, I didn't think it was gonna be this bad. Oh, I mean, the, the parts where we hang out whenever we go out in the city are like, yeah, they're okay. Yeah, you homeless, still see homeless though. Oh yeah, but it's not it's not like it. at a scale. Uh, yeah. Like, as some other places. Yeah. I just I think the frustration I don't think the frustration is that the San Francisco like natives have is the homeless themselves. I just think it's the lack of authority going on in the city that's kind of annoying. You know, I mean, I mean, Jeremy, let's say. You're you're going to the metro in the city, right? Fucking Shrek Six came out, and you're taking your kids to go to the movies, right? You parked your car, and you're walking down the street. Would you want your kids seeing people fucking shooting up openly, but they're in a safe injection spot? They they can do it freely. Would you want them to see that? Would you want them to see people like hunched over, doing like the little fentanyl like the little zombie stance? I, I don't care if they're out of the way or anything else. You don't want a kid to see that. Hell no, I don't want them anywhere near that. And you don't, and God, you guys have to watch, I, I'm pretty sure you watched it, but this girl from that nonprofit for the, that is like pro safe injections and all that, she, she was like, dude, like my kid, we grew up in the town line. Like my kid was so used to seeing the homelessness that she was kind of numb to it. Like, that's that's bad. A kid should not be that's, fucking used to shit. That's not good. That's like saying, oh, yeah, our kid's fucking, we, we grew up in the ghetto, and we see killings all the time. My kid's numb to it. That's not that's good, good, dude. That's not good. I mean, when I go to Tenderloin, I mean, I, we had to because we give, like, food every year for Christmas, and we had the Tenderloin, and we went there, and my mom and my sister were, like, scared shitless. You know, like, oh, my God, like, we're there, and they're, like, nice clothes because it's Christmas and everything, and they're shaking their boots. I'm like, dude, don't look scared. Walk in like you're going to place. Like, these are normal people. They're just like, some of them stay away from, but, like, most of them, Less they fortunate. Walk. Just less yeah. fortunate. And you know what? You know what we did? Some of the people that we were delivering food to, they weren't there, and were not allowed to leave it on their front door. So we had extra food, and we walk in, and just a group of them came up and was like, do you have extra food? And we're like, yeah, we only have three more. And they're like, we'll share it. Like, yeah. that's all it is, man. Like, that's all it is. These are just people. Yep. It's just the lack of authoritarianism in the city is horrendous. Horrendous. It sucks. I don't like it. Yeah, I think it's more the enabling, honestly. Yeah, it's yeah. like... Because the police are enabling. there. The police can't really do much about the homeless. Because they're not allowed to. Yeah, but it's but it's the enabling of 
letting these people be comfortable in their current situation. Yeah, I mean, I, they can't do like they can't even do anything with theft anymore. You yeah. know. They gotta like lock all this shit up, now. Like, you see, well, like, the Walgreens yeah. are just locking shit up, you know. It's and crazy. a lot of them are just closing their doors, because everything's yeah, it's online. Yeah. It's just the online interface at this I mean, point. Westfield is out of, the, out of the city. That was their biggest mall in the yeah. city. Well, Tanfran closed. Yeah, Westfield's going out. It's like... It, during Christmas, at Embarcadero, like, Union Square, um, London, London Breed was like, we're gonna have so many police officers around, like, the ice skating rink and shit like that. And, like, that sounds good, but when you're with your family going Christmas shopping, do you really want to be surrounded by cops? Yeah. Like, is that, is, does that seem Christmas-like? How are you going to sneak the Christmas joint in? Yeah, it might, it might be safer, but... Oh, they're not going to, they're not going to care about that. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Not in the city, at least. No. No, it's just... There's this guy, I fucking forgot his name. Rich Valley or something. Okay, I might know who I'm talking about. He's like a... He's a media person who walks around the city and kind of like... Talks shit to all these homeless people. Yeah, yeah. And stuff like that. Like, I get what he's doing. Some of them, he's just like... Straight up like making fun of them to their face. And shit like that. But I kind of like what he is doing because he he, go, he calls them out when they're doing it in front of kids, when they're fucking pissing or shitting on the on the street around kids and stuff like that. He he sets them straight, and you see like they haven't been talked like that in such a long time. Oh, yeah. Like they don't know how to react. They don't know how to. So it's like they stun them. And then people are seeing it's like, oh, he's just being so aggressive, so aggressive. But when you fucking take your kid out there, and then some person shits right next to you, where are you? And how would you feel? You know? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It, like, like you said, Max, it's just the enabling that is ridiculous. Yeah, and I'm, I'm very interested to see like in these this upcoming centuries and stuff where our generation goes and how our generation increases the homeless population, you know, or it decreases. Because at this point, our wages... Can we, can we predict? Should we all Our ability to like, grab a house. I think a lot of our generation is bound to either leave California or be homeless. Or That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I think a lot it's very of hard to grab a job that you could remain in San Francisco or remain in the Bay Area. Join the union. Union's always hiring, man. Unions are always hiring. Just got to do it. To, yes, it's the safest route to do, but it's not for everybody. And I get that. But like like you said, Max, it's either they leave or they're going to be homeless. And I I agree with you on that because, I mean, kids nowadays, they don't fucking pay attention. In school. Well, and a lot of it is the mentality of – I'm sorry. Yeah, but a lot of it is the mentality of like they deserve it, right? You deserve everything. It's – the participation award type of thing. Like, yeah, oh, you don't have to work gotcha. hard. You you deserve the new car. You don't have to have the brand new job. You deserve to take out a loan to afford this. Well, that's not the new generation's fault. That's the parents' fault. It, no, but it's a tendency in the new generation where it's because the flex culture. 
Not necessarily. I think it's more because social media than because of the parents. Not not for the participation awards and stuff like that. I think I think parents feeling the need to I think it's the generation before us that felt like everybody needed to be tended to, you know, everybody's a winner and shit like that. Yeah. That ruined it. Yeah. And social media, social media is just fucking the worst thing that could have ever happened to any society ever. To but, an extent. Yeah. yeah to, to an extent. Yeah, exactly, to an extent. It's because it does, how, it does how, do how a lot of for connections. It's how you do social now. media. But kids nowadays for social media, it's just like, that's all they care about. Yeah, you shouldn't. I mean, a lot of it is, is, is toxic, though. Like, you go on Instagram comments and it's like fucking horrible. Well, yeah, but that aspect I don't mind because bu- I feel like a, an extent of bullying is good for everybody. Like everybody. Uh, well, not even that. It's just I like, wouldn't say that. It's not no, even. It's like just on like posts that don't even deserve some shit. Like that. No, it, I wouldn't say bullying. I would say, like I just had it. Not bullying, but people need to be set straight. Yes. People need to be fucking smacked in the face. Yeah. You know what I mean. Uh, bullying is a different thing. I mean, bullying is more intentionally you want to fucking, but trying to build somebody up, trying to be like, that's not how this works. Like, you, like, I'm the parent, you're not the parent. Shit like that. You know, I'm not for, like, I'm not for fucking abusing your kid, but if they're acting up, a little smack is going to set them straight. No, definitely. 100%. Does it sound bad to some people? Yes, but I mean, that some people that raise like that are the most respected people, you know, and because they know when not to cross the line. I mean, it's so how easy is it to go to an Instagram, like Jeremy was saying, an Instagram post and just talking so much shit, knowing yeah, that nothing's gonna happen, right? Yeah, it's behind. And the then screen. you get met up face to face, and it's not the same energy. Exactly. You know? Yeah. It, it's so easy to hide behind the screen. Very. And like like what happened to our golf thing yesterday, when we were far away, they were all pissy and everything. But when we came up close, they were all, oh, no, that was a good shot, man. That was, dude, you ripped that one. That was hella good. Like, people, people. They're not about people, it. Yeah, they're not. They're not. And they, they fake it. Yeah. When, when you fake about that life and then you end up being a little sensitive bitch, like, you're only fooling yourself, bro. You're only fooling yourself. But I do I do think this generation coming up, it's it might make or break how future generations are gonna come. Uh, yeah, there's gonna be a, it's either there's a big financial revolution or it's gonna go that direction. I'm all for a revolution, man. Well I think I think that the US dollar there's a chance it breaks, there's a chance it crashes, and there's a chance that the new main currency folds to a different currency, right? What do you think it would be? I don't know, but there was a currency that recently came out that is backed by oil now. I think it's a... It's one of the... Arabian... I don't know. Somewhere over there in the Arabs. And uh, it's backed by oil. The U.S. dollar is supposed to be backed by gold, but as you know, we eradicated that. Um, when way back when i don't know the date no yeah so it's like at that point that's kind of when we got fucked after jfk's i hope it's i hope it's something with a coin
Like, like a quid. I'm gonna pay in quids. Or shekels. Or rubles. So you gotta load up on crypto right now. Dogecoin to the moon. Come on now. Anyways, uh, <laughs> 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 well, that kind of that kind of goes into like what I want to talk about next about San Francisco is the pricing of everything and how fucking redonkulous it is. Because for me, I'm looking for a new place to move into, and a one bedroom going for thirty five hundred dollars. What the fuck? Yep, and you just a might as well buy a house. You might as well one, buy a house. One bedroom, eight hundred square foot thing over thirty five hundred dollars is ridiculous, and they don't see anything wrong with that. Yep. I mean, what are you supposed to do? Move, leave, Texas. Yeah. Let's go to Texas. I don't want to go to Texas. It's too hot. I don't want to Texas. Yeah, it is too hot, but it's like Texas is perfect. We'll go shoot a bunch of shit. My old, my old, uh. My old uh, instructor from school went to Texas for real estate. Said the worst decision he ever made in his life. Yeah, really? Like you get no money out of it. It's like the money that you you thought you would get out of it is like scraps and pennies. And that his friends that moved down there are struggling and trying to come back to California. Jeez. But I guess I, I was like, damn, bro, you must have sucked at real estate. Well, there's different ways to go about it, you know. A lot of avenues. Yeah. I guess it, it was more like a sporadic decision that he made, but it, it, it's looking like that, man. The housing market at this point is not in great shape too, so that's doesn't help. No, I, and that's everywhere. It is everywhere, and it's cra- it's crazy that the average house has gone up three hundred, four hundred percent, but minimum wage has barely moved. Yeah, it's like point zero seven percent or some bullshit like that, or one point seven percent. It barely moved, and <laughs> what cracks me up is when older people are like, "How come these kids? How come this generation is like don't have the things that we had at their age?" Exactly, and I had my I had my buy a house for four bucks and a fucking bag of Lay's, bro. Yep. I had my GM of my store come up to me and tell me, like, at your age, I had two houses already. What are you doing? And I was like, bro, like, what the fuck do you mean? (laughs) What the fuck do you mean? And your ass is still working a nine to five. That made the prices go up, little fucking bitch. (laughs) Yeah. So. It's it's crazy. It's It's just crazy. As it used to be. But at at the same time, it's still possible, you know? No, everything's possible. Yeah, it is. It's just it. It's all up to how disciplined you have to be, and looking yourself in the mirror and making the decision like, it's time to start getting my shit together. Yeah, you might be working a job that you don't like, but if it's getting you the money, save that fucking money, and work your way. You know, if if you're working a job that you love, and it's not paying you anything, it's you have to look yourself in the mirror and be like, is this really what I want to do? Is or you got to pick up another job. Yeah, one of you have two. you have to. You can't get comfortable. There's, you cannot getting comfortable is the worst thing you can do and, in your life. And that's it the problem is. with San Francisco because they allow people to do so. Exactly. They, they provide, they which is great. Pack, Max. Which, which is great. <laughs> like, like I, I'm a, not a fan or not, not obliged to low income housing at all because in some scenarios people are dealt 
not the best card. So yeah. I understand that. But at the same time, people really need to look into who they're giving these checks to and who our taxes mm-hmm. are going to. Because yeah. this money that I'm not getting is going to you guys, and I'm not fond of it, right? Well, the money that the money that we're not getting is going was going to the fucking safe injections. Yeah, exactly. We're paying. We're paying for these guys to fucking pollute the streets. I I mean, my money is supposed to go to my community. There's still potholes everywhere. The like, the roads are shit. Nothing is updated. Like, where then? Where the where's the money going? You know. That way to bring that shit back, Max. Because it's like. Is Chad shooting in the background? (laughs) And scene. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, yeah. I mean, the city got too comfortable with how it's been. Yeah. I keep seeing a revolving post on my feed where it's like, it's it's funny how we get taxed on our income that we later have to pay taxes on whatever we buy, which then we have to tax. Like, you know, it's just a, it's a revolving system of taxes that doesn't seem to stop. The government needs our money. It's crazy when you live in a society where the, you like, you basically, it's either you dedicate your whole life to something or you are dealt the best hand of all time and you run with it like uh, the chances of you making it to that one percent are so low it can be done yes it could be done but it's so low when it should not be you know we are it would be easier if fuck can we save some money can we get some of our money that we fucking earn work sometimes work 50 hours a week and they take out more because if I work more overtime, like, come yeah. on, like come on. Yeah. Yeah. At the same time, San Francisco is a city filled with opportunity. So. Oh fuck yeah. I mean. I mean, yep. It's the tech, it's tech situation. It's unions. It's all these, you know, things that are ready to to start up, but it's it's all up to the person, bro. If you if you're not sure about it. Then that dream dies. Whatever dream you have, you have to keep working for it. And yeah, I feel like I feel like people gave up on their dreams a lot a lot easier than they used to be. Yeah. Which I get. I mean, I don't. I mean, when you're working your ass off and you're making so much money, you're saving up, and you go like, I can probably get a house now, or I can get another place to stay. And you look at the prices. You look at the security deposit. You have to meet certain type of criteria. But it's tough. So it's fucking it's demoralizing, dude. Yeah. It's demoralizing, and honestly, San Francisco is. I haven't been all over the world, dude. I have. I've been to. I can probably count on a hand and a half. But San Francisco, on a fucking good day, is such a beautiful city. It's such a beautiful place, dude, and there's nothing like it. And the fact that the fact that it is what it is sucks. People are calling it the Paris of the West because on the outside it looks amazing, but once you set foot inside, you <laughs> expect what's gonna happen. Paris is like that. Honestly, no, I disagree. Paris is not like because I've been there. 
Oh, well, I didn't see ago, any homeless people. How long ago did you go? Yeah, I went in 2018. So not not super long ago, but oh, long shit, enough. It's bad now. I don't. It's bad. No, they, they were saying all, similar all stuff, the, so I understand. It all is, the immigrants have come in, dude. Okay, yes, and that that where I could see a problem being there. Which but, is technically But at the same time, they were saying st- stuff similar to that fact back when I went and. It was very minimal compared to the city, even at that time. I mean, it just depends on where you live or where you go. You know, if you're if you're somebody that, you know, comes to San Francisco and you only hang out in the marina, you think it's the fucking best, best town in the world because it's such a party haven. Or if you go in the sunset and go to Ocean Beach, you think it's the best beach in the world because that's all you see are beaches. I mean, you can only judge a city by what you see, and when the media pumps out all these negative things about it, you can be like, wow, this city sucks. Yeah. You know, they, don't, they don't have people get the chance to go. And I get I get it. I get it. I mean, I'm going to – last year when me, Jeremy, Garrett, and uh, – I'm going to mute your – I'm going to mute your – Go ahead. Real quick. Um, when me, Garrett – Jeremy and Clayton went to the Warriors game last year for the playoffs. It it was kind of sad for me because I felt no passion in that stadium. Jeremy, you can say whatever you want to say too, but I mean, I had this whole thing that was going on, like wear your fucking shirts because you're at an NBA playoff game and you're not wearing a shirt, which is a staple of a playoff game. And all you, all you see is, these high tech people just being there basically for a photo op. They're there to watch the game. They're there to say that they are at the game. Look where I'm yeah. sitting. Oh, I'm so nice. I'm so cool. And there's no passion. No. You know, there's no passion, and that's that's what this city's lacking is passion. I mean, if you want to see passion in San Francisco, you go to the Mission. That's fucking passion. That's a place that is still to the roots right there. You know what I mean? What was that? I don't know. Are you guys sexting? No. Not anymore. Did you see an at Tyler on your show? I know. You said something earlier about noise cancellation. Yeah, on the mic. You could yeah. press the mic icon and put noise cancellation on. It should help with the background noise. I have All right, guys. Mic. The time has come. Whoever wants to go first, what is your solution to homelessness i know max already went yes um todd you have an idea too uh not right now i don't know if it'd be a solution not a solution but something that you think will improve it like like i don't know like more places like therapy i guess or like like definitely get the mental health shit checked out start diagnosing some people it's not a bad idea and instead of instead of our taxes going towards making them use drugs for free, oh my yeah. therapist. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. If my taxes yeah. went to an institute where they helped, I would I'd be much more happy. More. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be much more, more willing to. Yeah, it's not like I don't pay my taxes now at IRS, but I just got my tax refund today. Did you? I, oh shit! I wonder if I get one. Well, Jeremy's was a little bit more more humane than mine's gonna be. 
So you've been to San Francisco. You know there's Side this doors. whole famous rock in the middle of the bay called Alcatraz <laughs> Island. <laughs> I say have a battle royale on Alcatraz Island. <laughs> Bring cruise ships over there and set up a little loot and everything. They Just make it a TV show. That would be super profitable. That would be super profitable. Over, Squid Games sick. IRL. Yeah. That'd be Fuck super Fortnite. profitable. We, we should start that, honestly. That's open market. Do you know how easy it would be to convince somebody, a homeless person to get on the fucking ferry? Dude, you don't even have to have money, just fentanyl. I'm saying, when it comes out on top, they don't have to be killed, per se. Oh, they're They can be dying. eliminated. They're dying, for sure. No, they can be eliminated, which is them being eliminated. They have to stay on the island and blow the island up. But uh, the winner, the winner... You know, gets a hundred fifty thousand dollars, an opportunity as an, as a new chance in life, and if they piss it away, they piss it away. You know, but now we have ninety nine less homeless people to worry about. An- another alternative to that, which would be cool, is like yeah. gather them up on Alcatraz and create like a street beef scenario where they could fight each other to earn income. I think that would be pretty cool. Or just do the Call of Duty zombies. Yeah, you could just you you could actually pay people to like the homeless people could act as zombies because they look like them already, and you could just have people pay to go there and reunite the zombies and just shoot them with blank bullets and stuff (laughs) and rubber bullets and shit, like a laser tag (laughs) or red red paintballs or something. That'd be cool. They scream and shit like that. You just just you're scared of zombies. Imagine homeless people, bro. Yeah, dude, that's all the people are gonna be scared of them. So you just want to round them up and then just shoot a bunch of paintballs at them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they get paid like $20 a day or something. They get a bonus dollar for every paintball they get hit with or something. They can Okay, they can leave whenever they want, but the more they stay, the more money they earn. So if they, they can leave and now have some Mr. money. Now it's a Mr. Beast video. Mr. Beast saves San Francisco. Where's that video at? That guy was really smart when he started this shit, dude. <laughs> Damn. I mean, in that video that we watched, it, they said $70,000 per tent. That's cap, dude. No, I believe what? it. No, that's cap as fuck. You know, for prison here, it's around $150,000 for inmates. Per inmate. No what? way. It is food, electricity. Yeah, no, but they water, exaggerate that and... in order to write off. You got to understand that corporations it's do still, that. It's, but it's still money. It's still money that we can put in this game show and send to Alcatraz. Okay, I see what you're going with this. Yes, yeah. yeah if they're going to waste all that money to do this, let's make it fun. You know? I think yeah. I think the inmates inmates uh, uh like us uh, fight would be cool. Just do you know fight. how do you know how much money they would get from putting these people on an island and all these little republicans get to come and shoot them and live their fucking <laughs> dreams <laughs> and live their dream dude they will pay 10 times they will pay 20 times the fucking the limit dude another cool to, thing not shoot them dead not shoot them dead but with paintballs another cool okay, thing they can do is just strap gopros on them and send them out to like benefit our wars like fucking go out to ukraine or whatever and just fucking go at it Dude, the Americans honestly would probably that. take over Ukraine. Yeah, I mean, that's they really Antarctica. Would. And just see what they can do. <laughs> yeah, we could just send them to the Bermuda Triangle, like figure out some mysteries. When they bring Amelia Earhart back. 
<laughs> no, and she hasn't aged one fucking day. That'd be crazy. crazy. I'd pipe for sure. Dude, the crackheads just start solving the fucking world's mysteries. <laughs> they find the Malaysian flight and shit. Dude, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking figure out who actually built the pyramids and shit. <laughs> like, you get them so high where they're just like looking at They just start building they pyramids. Really they're like, oh, dude, they were just high on heroin. <laughs> that's all they did. He built like, a 32-pound no. brick with just a little bit of methamphetamine with you. It's crazy. He's like, he's like, all, all right, give me. He's like, yeah, give me ten thousand bricks, and give me a pound of meth. Come back in twenty-four hours and see what I build. And he fucking builds this fucking identical pyramid as the Great Pyramids of Giza. He's following all the coordinates and everything's correct. He's like, guys, it's not that fucking hard. <laughs> I don't know why you guys are. Thinking you just follow the shapes in the sky. You give them math and they'll tell you who fucking did 9-11. Come on, dude, that shit was Bush. Everybody knows that. <laughs> yeah, you don't need math. I might be high, but I'm not that high to think that it was yeah. fucking Osama bin Laden. <laughs> That's what we should do. Crash your plane into a tower? <laughs> I knew that was no. coming. <laughs> That's okay. We need something different. We need to, oh, get homeless people, GoPros, send them ghost hunting. I bet oh. you they can connect to the spirit world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they yeah. just end up living in oh, the fuck. abandoned places that we send them to. You're homeless, buddy, by your work. They sell the GoPro we give them. To the fucking third dimension with a fucking black hole or whatever under stairs. Oh, her, her portal that takes her to New York? Yeah, I'm sure. If no she, she has a portal, a portal to take her to New York that some ghost can talk to a fucking Honestly, we should give these person. we should give these homeless people an opportunity to start writing for like TV shows and scripting. Because they're, creati- they're creative, you know? They got some hey, imagination. It, it, I'll bet it's going to be better than what's the shits that are coming out today. Dude. It'd be probably similar to Black Mirror, honestly. I bet you can go find, like, a homeless guy inventing some shit and just take all his ideas and become rich. Basically, it'd be the Isaac Newton of just steal all these inventions. He'd be like, dude, I, I came up with this. That's me. <laughs> it's just some crackhead. Fuck, thought of it, like, four years ago. Whoa, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. We're missing everything. Get them all together, right? Give them all the drugs they need, whatever makes them, like, actually, like, critically think. Time machine. They can go back and fix their fuck-up. Then the world would change. Yeah. Dude, then what if it was, like, an actual utopia? That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. Do you know, do you know how odd, that's actually a cool premise. Sending all these homeless people back to solve a time machine. <laughs> And go back to fix their fuck up. Make them astronauts. They're all going to come back the same. Like, yeah, fuck, we fell for it again. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're just so convincing, man. <laughs> they're crackheads in every timeline. <laughs> 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 can't escape it. <laughs> like some Avengers Endgame was like a 20-minute movie because they keep fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> it's so I, think, I think that would be cool. All right, Tyler, what's your solution? I don't know. My brain keeps jumping to like a tourism thing and maybe opening more tourism jobs. And it's only because I know like living in Hawaii, I know tourism is like the number one income for a lot of people on the island because that's where they get fucking millions of people every year go to Hawaii for vacation. 
I'm trying to think because you see that and you think of like Hawaii oh, is such a great place and then you fucking live there for real you're not yeah. in fucking Marriott and it's like holy fuck dude this is like a third world country right now yeah and no one ever talks about it so I'm like when we talked about like how like everybody's really focusing on San Francisco as being a fucking shithole because the drug problem's really bad and the homeless population is increasing. It's the same thing happening over in Hawaii. Fentanyl's really, really bad over there. Drug, the homeless population is increasing, but no one talks about it because they want people to come over to the island so they can fucking get their income. So I think maybe like finding more opportunities for a lot of these people who, especially for the people who are like had jobs, like you said, Mateo, and then that fucking company moved away and they were left with nothing that for those people who want a change to have that opportunity to do the change but again that comes with the fucking city being like okay you can do that but that means you fucking can't fucking shoot up in the middle of the street anymore because they have no incentive to be like oh yeah i should go get a job now where they're getting paid and getting fucking all these needles and being able to pretty much do whatever the hell they want so I think yeah, I the biggest change has to come from the city itself, but I don't think that that's ever going to happen because, like you said earlier, that they need homeless people to fucking do all of these other shit that they're that's making money for them as well. It's all money related. Yeah. I mean, it's going to take San Francisco to actually look at itself in the mirror and be like, it's time to change. It's not going to yeah. happen. It's not going to happen. Like I said, we're not going to solve homelessness, but if there's a chance to improve it i'm all in right i mean i mean jeremy's whole thing this episode was mental health and that that might be the most important shit because not all of these people are excuse me not all of these people want to do drugs it's just what makes them feel good it's like it's the only thing they can do yeah i think jeremy's thing was the most realistic well, obviously, it was the most realistic. We're not going to fucking put oh, these homeless no. people. <laughs> I think that was the most realistic thing because as, like, we talked about before, the money thing is such a big issue for the city. Like, having these homeless people out brings in a lot of income for a lot of pe- different people. Yeah. That mentality, like, that mental health aspect of that, I feel like, one, could also bring money to the city while also helping the homeless population and the people who are homeless, like, get their shit together. I don't know. I think it's an interesting topic. I think it's very, 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 very hard to kind of bounce back from what's going on right now. But, I mean, like you said before, nothing's impossible. I think there's solutions. It just it has to come from San Francisco itself. It just sucks that they have to be the ones that are making the shots. Yeah, and we have to like fucking said, deal with it. Like I said... If you ask every SF native, they 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 want them to be better. It's it's not the homeless that are the problem. It's like nine times out of ten, it's not the homeless people. It's the lack of authority, you know. And my thing was just to be funny, but if I was gonna be serious and come up with a solution, it would be what Jeremy said, because you know these people, most of them are just down to luck and they need somebody to pick them back up, you know, with these nonprofits that are making it okay for them to do this, how are you going to get out of that? You know, it's like, what, what do these nonprofits think is going to happen? They're just going to be like, ah, I'm sick and tired of this shit. No, 
they're going to end up dying. They're going to end up dying, and then they're like, oh, it's basically like, oh, they don't care. They don't care. Yeah. It's all, like Max said, it's all, like, it's selfish reasons. Honestly, they want to look like they're doing better. You know, oh, we're helping. We're 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 doing all these things, but that actually help. Helping people is not making them keep doing what they're doing. Helping people is telling them how it is. Yeah. You're fucking up. You still have a chance in life. You are young. You're in your thirties, or however. You still have a chance. Let's turn this thing around. Sometimes they just need to hear that, or sometimes some. People need rehab. Yeah, sometimes it's the opposite, too. They just need a reality check. Yeah. And, like, and being homeless in San Francisco, if that's not enough reality check for you, then I don't know. I, the video, basically, they all acknowledge that they're okay with where they are. Yeah, which is crazy. I mean, it is crazy, but if I was in that situation and I kept getting money and you know, for clothes and food and people are opening up showers and I can do the drugs wherever I want without any repercussions. It's almost impossible to get out of that. It's like you need yeah. a hard reality check yeah. to just snap out of that. And I don't agree with this scenario or this uh, circumstance, but have you guys seen what Canada's doing with their euthanizations? No. Or, yeah, so basically, but from my different. understanding, that's is that like they're helping assisted suicide. There's oh, assisted suicide yeah. methods now. I've just seen a couple places that do that. And so, like, that is also a solution, but it's just, I, I don't, I'm not agreeing with that. Yeah. I, I think for Canada, I think it's like they have to, have to, have to, have to be sure. You know? It's just crazy that they're, that that's allowed. But, I mean, if you, if, uh, um, this is might be swinging and miss, but if you really look at what these nonprofits are doing, that's kind of what it is. Well, it's it's very similar, except they're keeping them alive and squeezing them for the juice. In your face about it. Yeah. But it's they're not helping them. Fuck no. They're, yeah, it, the whole thing. They're do, they're crazy. opposite. It's the opposite. Yeah, they're enabling. The whole thing about it, dude, is they don't want them to get off drugs. They just don't want them to get a disease from shooting up. You know, they don't want to. They don't want these people to. No, that's not even it. They just make staff. a front for. They just make a front to collect profit. No, no, but I'm saying that's their message. That's what they. That's what they are doing. They want these people to be safe. They want to do it safely so they don't get sick and shit like that. But you say it's a nonprofit, but you want these people. You want these people to come. And a lot of it is. They were funded from the city. And a lot of it really is like the media that some people listen to. Like a lot of more people need to listen to like podcasts like these. So make sure like if you're listening to put it you on, put us on to all the people you know. You know that way they get the truth. Yeah, cold hard truth. The thing I like about our group is that we aren't too political. No, we. I I'd like to stay out of politics. We stay out of it, and we just kind of say it's divide and conquer, guys. They they want you to pick right and left. They don't want you to be open minded. Oh yeah, brother, red pill, blue pill. Where are you gonna take? It's not one or the other, guys. It's not. It's we should all be together. It's like it's all. It's always Fox News. I'm not getting political. I'm not getting political, but. Fox News is the guy, Rich Val, I forgot his name, but the one from San Francisco that are like calling the homeless shit 
out like in their face and just saying, oh, this is fucking fucked up, fucked up. This is how San Francisco is, the whole city. Like, Fox News was paying him so he can keep making those videos. You know, it just gets to a point where it's all a political agenda. Yeah. And yeah. I don't agree with that. I mean, I don't agree with how, you know, Democratic and left the San Francisco's getting, but I don't agree how the right wants to handle it, you know? It's like there's no more humanity in anything anymore. And that's fucked up. That's fucked up. You have to have some to- some type of empathy. Some type. It doesn't always have to be, but it's it's just you have to you have to know that there it's not all bad. You know? Yeah, exactly. You know, like like Max said earlier, it, there is just a handful of ones that are just really bad. And it's like they they would do it ten times out of ten if they could do it again, you know. Yeah. They're just they're comfortable in that life, and I can't. We can't do anything about it. I don't like the fact that these people are coming in and acting like they're a savior, and quote unquote helping these people about it. It's fucked up. But I do like like Max said, we are here to kind of tell our truth to it. We're not. I wouldn't say we're too biased on like certain sides when it comes well and we're open to new discussion so yeah. comment and say what your opinion is you know like comment share whatever yeah. you need to do dude that's all i don't care if we have to bring people on here to kind of hear what yeah. they have to say or like leave messages to hear what they have to say because we don't we don't take offense to if somebody doesn't agree with what we say you know yeah. we're we're learning this shit we are, you know, we're all 23, 24. We weren't taught about this. We have to kind of experience it, and we are, we're just telling you how we feel about it, you know? I mean, I would like if more people did comment and give a suggest. Like, I, we, I did get a good amount of, of suggestions from people when I did that story, but I want more of that. I want to know what the people want to hear. You know, I want... That sometimes they're here for our bullshit, but sometimes they just want to hear what we have to say about certain yeah. things. You know? I mean, the San Francisco one, I got a couple. Like, there was a good amount of people that wanted to hear about this. I got some for Antarctica. I got, what, what about Antarctica? Antarctica? I just talked about the whole conspiracy behind Antarctica. What it is? Like, ice wall bullshit? No. Like, what the fuck? No. no. Like, the secret shit that they'd be doing there. Yeah. Apparently, there's pyramids out over there. It's all run by polar bears, dude. Next question. It's the Coca Cola fucking polar bear. Yeah, big Coca Cola runs it. Alright, let's end this on a positive note. Let's, I want each person to say two things they love about the city. It could be a place, uh, like an experience you had, it could be anything. I would say, number one, definitely the diversity of the city. Yeah. There's just so many different cultures, and I think that's fucking great. Um, what's another thing? Uh, oh, all the weed smokers. Let's go. Love weed. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not addicted. No, I am. <laughs> oh, I was trying to help you out, Jeremy. <laughs> what's the first step? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Max? Oh, things I love about the city. I love uh, 
coming in and out of the city, like just seeing the view and the skyline oh, is just yeah. always great. The so fog great. and like the scenery is very nice. It is very serene and peaceful. And then um, also like the mentality of people, you get a real hustler's mentality when in the city a lot of the time. And I like how a lot of people seem tough, but when you approach them, a lot of them are friendly and open-minded, you know? Yeah. So it's it's nice knowing that you're surrounded by people that are strong, but also open to discussion. Yeah, I agree with that. Ty? Um, I like the scenery as well. I think I really take for granted the fact that I get to drive through, like, Sausalito into across like the Golden Gate Bridge and see the fog every morning or the sunset yeah, every sick. morning over the city. And I, don't know, I think like, I know a lot of friends like from Hawaii are like, dude, I never, like I want to come over and like walk the Golden Gate Bridge. And like, I'm like, I've never done it before. Like, I've never would, done that. I'm like, why would you want to do that? There's always times. so many people there. Like, it sounds so cold and like, yeah. You guys have to, it's just, you, li- you live here. You, you have to. Dude, actually, I think I'd be scared. It's not, it's long, dude. It feels, it, it, walking it is really different. Like, it's I long as it. shit. I biked it twice, and I, I haven't walked the whole thing. But biking it, it takes a minute. It's a mile yeah. and a half, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's like it's one point. Cool. I think it's 1.7 miles. Yeah. yeah. I actually have walked it before. Yeah, so it's, it's quite a distance, especially if you're going uh all the way, you know. Yeah. Big circle. Yeah. My second thing is I like kind of like bouncing off of mine are like me and Max's are pretty similar I like the people and how it's not as like cutthroat as other places are and there's not a lot of fucking like people are like are hustling they're doing their thing but they're also willing to to guide and help you if you ask for help it's not like fucking LA where you're everybody's fucking stabbing you in the back and shit because yeah. they want to fucking get theirs and don't care about you yep. everybody's here to fucking help you out you know yeah. I, fucking, yeah. I like that shit if you guys ever get the chance when you're in the city, like on a beautiful day, like in the summer mostly, take a second just people watch, dude. People are so fascinating in the city. It's crazy. I I would have to say for mine, I'll try to make it different from you guys, even though you guys are like. I wanted to throw there. in the Giants, Niners, and Warriors. Yeah, I would say, I would say the sports. One of the, the the love of sports for the city because, I mean, especially baseball. When baseball season starts in San Francisco, fuck, dude, the sunny skies, the sun, clear sunny skies. Every walking on a people out in the water. You see the fucking alien. It's amazing, and like the support for the Niners, the Warriors. I mean, it's 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 all. You can feel the love for the teams. You go into these bars, and it's just all these old pictures. And, like, every bar has a different picture of that era. You know, it's not all, like, the same print and print and place up on the wall. Like, you feel the actual love for the city. I do that, and honestly, it kind of goes with the scenery. But I'm going to say Golden Gate Park is probably one of my favorite places ever. Yeah. I mean, from end to end, dude, that place is – Super have, sick. Yeah, Academy of Science and the De Young Museum. So fun if you just want to go. I mean, Academy of Science has, like, these um, adult nights that I want to go to where it's just, like, you're there. They have alcohol, food, and you're just at the Academy of Science. Like, that's fucking sick. 
do whatever you want. And House of Fine awesome. Arts is always nice. Yeah. Yeah. Really adds adds a touch to the city. There's a lot yeah, of beautiful right. like botanical gardens in that area too. Yeah, it's oh, my garden. Beautiful. Yeah. Dude, if I I I want to learn more about the history of the city because the old architecture like the Palace of Fine Arts, you know, the Sutro Bath ruins, the old Cliff House, fucking Playland that used to be right on Ocean Beach, like this city used to be fucking bumping. Yeah. You know? Bring yeah. back a amusement park. Bring back a fucking a Playland in the city. You know, bring back. Yeah, they used to have a five one on the wharf, huh? They used to have a five one on the wharf. Yeah, the oh f- fucking fisherman's wharf is fun too. Yeah. You know what? I just thought of about the scenery. Do you remember my birthday party in middle school? And we went to that fucking rock and jump or whatever that shit was, the trampoline park. Oh, in Christie Field. Yeah, and yeah. when we That's, finished, uh... it was sunset, and we fucking saw the entire fucking like bridge. It was fucking beautiful. I think I nailed somebody in the face when we were playing dodgeball. I did too. I did too. I remember that. I almost broke I my ankle too trying to I dunk on the fucking socks. I hated those socks. I love those socks. Yeah, those socks. They would always the fucking socks. like tw- they would always twist over my yeah, feet. They I would fucking twist. hate that shit. Also, another thing I love about San Francisco, it is seven by seven miles, forty nine miles, the whole thing. Super easy to ride a bike through. Yep. Super Very accessible. Such a and it's a walkable city. I mean, there's some, there's some like, hills. every city, there's some, like, areas the to kind of avoid. Food is fucking, oh, so good, too. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Good food everywhere. Yeah. Good food. Like you said, the people are friendly. The, Max kind of stole my number one, was driving into the city. I, yes, the Golden Gate Bridge is beautiful. The, one of the best things in the, the world. The skyline is the best, though. But driving from Oakland on the Bay Bridge to San Francisco, coming out the tunnel oh, with on the, the island, yeah. is fucking so sick, dude. Yeah. Yep. You have the whole city, Alcatraz right there, but then you can see the whole peninsula. And that yeah, is that is a beautiful. Because it's That's not awesome. like like driving from the Golden Gate, you don't get those fucking skyscrapers you get when you drive oh. in from the Bay. You get Palestine Arch, you get like the beach. Yeah. And so, like, you get the fucking, it feels like you're driving into New York City. It's fucking sick. Yeah. It is beautiful. It's sick. I, I love this city. I, I wear the city, like, so proudly on my sleeve. And I think that I love it so much, I'm not scared to call it. It's bullshit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If I had anywhere to live, I'd want to live here. But I'm only saying it because I haven't explored the rest of the world. But, I mean, as of right now, I would love to stay here if I can. I mean... With what I'm doing, hopefully that's the plan in the future. But I love it. Yes, it's a fucked up city sometimes. It could be dirty, but it has personality still. Oh yeah. One thing we have to do is I really want to do. I want to go bar hopping in the in the Castro. Last time I was in the Castro, I saw a six foot four black guy with no clothes on. Isn't that yeah? Well, now I definitely want to go. What's up? Yo, I went. I went to this taqueria there, dude. It was kind of fucking bumping. Yeah, where was it bumping you? In my butt. Not the like, right places. Yeah. <laughs> in my in my throat, dude. Like, how else am I gonna eat? <laughs> Freaking idiot. <laughs> well, that's the episode. I kind of I like this episode because I feel like it was more of what everybody thought, like honest, like honest thoughts. And good conversations, stuff like that. Very organized. Um, yeah, I think this is what the people the people want. Um, like, it, 
I said, subscribe. Oh, this is going to be the first one going up on the new YouTube, by the way. So that's also, people want the YouTube back. They like watching the videos. So make sure you look good. We all look good always. We're all sexy. Um, like, follow, shout us out. Please, 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 please let us know what you want to hear. Um, I'm going to give a little teaser to what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be interviewing my family for the whole dry January thing going on. So that's yeah. something to look out for because I, they want me to do it and I really want to do it. And it's to, you know. Shout them out. Shout them out. Shout out to Golden Soul open yeah. in Pacifica, California. On Palmetto, I'm going to pull up the address right now, but Jeremy slid through with his mom today, gave him some kava. Awesome little spot, you guys. Dude, yeah, it's, it, it's fucking awesome, dude. I mean, you got to go to it now, dude, Max. It's so, dude, it's... It, yeah, I haven't been to it since they renovated it, but I went in the past, and it was really nice then, too, so I can't... Open Monday, I'm ready to see Saturday, what they got now. 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., Monday's Kava Nights. They have non-alcoholic... Drinks. They have soups, salads, acai bowls. Oh, they have man, smoothies, man. juices. I mean, you want it, they have it. Basically, good prices. Always good people. They're gonna have it. They're trying to build this community because of the journey they've been through, and they're trying to share their story with you guys. Yeah. So at Golden Soul on Instagram, hit them up. Slide through when you can. Open Monday through Saturday, ten to seven. They're on KPIX. Shout them out. They're on the news. That shit was sick. They already have, like, four podcast interviews lined up. Fuck, bro. Yeah, like, they're... Nice. They're getting, they're getting pretty serious. So I'm proud of them. Super uh, Hopefully see you guys there soon. Um, this was a good episode. Always good talking to you. Always good seeing you guys. Uh, sorry, Mom. We are out. <laughs>